This is the Leadership and Insurance Podcast, brought to you by FinPro Search Partners. Insurance companies are businesses and they need to look for the long term and be sustainable. We went from zero to one and now it's going from one to a hundred. Insurance as, as a concept, as a kind of service, is brilliant. The execution is what we're looking at now. I think the companies that are going to succeed are the ones that are going to understand and master the art of intent. When we talk about innovation, we lean too heavily to think about technology and we don't think about creating a culture of innovation. I think innovation is essentially continuous improvement of existing processes and platforms and product, right? It's got to be easy. It's got to be seamless. Good morning and welcome to the Leadership and Insurance podcast. I'm your host, Alex Bond, and I'm very lucky today to be joined by Devon, who is co-founder and CEO of Armed. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning. Very well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Good. Although we were both bemoaning being slightly ill, weren't we? So we've, um, we're brave well, soldiers to yeah, travel on committed. by doing the podcast. <laughs> committed to the Fair. cause. Yeah, very much so. And we've been waiting to do this one for a while. So really yeah. pleased to have you on. Um, you've been, it's been a very public journey and it's been a very interesting journey, which we'll get into. Um, I think a lot of people will, will know the armed business, but, but for those that don't, it'd be really great if you could introduce yourself and, and obviously what you guys do. Sure. Yep. Um, so, so I'm Devin Chowder, CEO and co-founder of Armed, the InsureTech for tradespeople. And we chose tradespeople for for a few reasons, really. Um, we sold to them in our previous business, so so we're familiar with the market and some of the some of the issues that they have. Um, but equally, we found out that they're massively underprotected and underinsured. A good example of that is over half of tradespeople have experienced some form of loss, yet half uh, or less than half, considerably less than half, have any form of tool insurance. So we thought that was interesting. Um, big gap in protection. We thought the market um, as well, tradespeople, so plumbers, electricians, we don't think they're going anywhere. It's a growing market. I don't think AI is coming for their jobs anytime soon. Um, so, so we decided that there was a sufficiently interesting business opportunity. Um, so we, we you know, got a crack team together and uh, decided to address it with a combination of an iot solution so it's a smart kind of van alarm and tracker so so it's it's in the vehicle protecting the vehicle uh get all kinds of data from that uh together with with uh the the tool insurance product so that's the current offering that's what we're selling so we're, so we're actually live formed the business in 2020 um we've we've got an mvp um, we've raised some money and and we're now at a point where we're looking to kind of grow and 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 scale the business. So uh yeah, that kind of brings us brings us up to date. Lovely. Thank you for that. Um it's been a it's been a really interesting journey. You touched on the funding there, and and that's where I don't think that that's where I first became aware of you, but I certainly first became aware of the kind of um I think you did quite a lot with the press. You were on the BBC, I believe, as well. Kind of, um, you got some good airtime there. But I saw you on Cedars, that's like a crowdfunding platform, um, which I did. I did invest as well. I think I mentioned to you, it's not the biggest sum of money because I'd actually made an angel investment, my, my my first ever angel investment, and I was like, I don't have a lot of money on the table, but I was like, I can't. I can't, I can't not be part of this process because I thought one, crowdfunding is really unique in in the short space, and 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 secondly, 
uh, I just I just thought it was a great position. So, uh, you know, I wanted to do that. Um, um, so I became aware of you that you got lots of press. Has it been successful? You know, w- would you would you do it again? What are the key learnings? I, I really want to pick this because I think this this is sort of so much there. So let's I mean, let's start with like why that route and maybe even explain how that how that process works really for, for people that don't know. Yeah, sure. So, so it, yeah, we, it, I would say it was successful, and and we 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 did actually do it again. Um, so yeah, that's hopefully a testament to the fact that it was successful. So we've done two rounds now via via Cedars. Um, thank you very much for your uh, contribution. All <laughs> counts. Very small, by the way. No, no, all, all, all helps. Um, so uh, yes, it was um, a decision we made. We weren't entirely so. So we hadn't seen very many insurtechs go down the crowdfunding route. Um, Typically, we heard it was best for. I mean, there, there yeah, as you probably know, Brewdog and there are other kind of companies. Craft foods and and beers seem to do really well on, on on crowdfunding sites. So, so it wasn't, you know, our proposition, I suppose, wasn't wasn't typical. Um, but I think it played to our strengths. That there there is a there is a kind of, you know, the the public nature of it, I suppose, can be um, double sided in that it's great for for PR and some of the things that you mentioned. It allowed us to get out there. Um, and we were fortunate in that a number of publications picked it up. The other side of that, obviously, because it's very public, if it doesn't go particularly well, um, it's you know there's no hiding from that. It's out there. It's it's in the public domain. So um, so there was a bit of a risk, but but we we thought um, you know what we what we're building and what we're trying to do is, is interesting. It's important. Um, we we think it resonates certainly with our target market. But also the wider investment community, you know, the insurtechs in kind of obviously a, a, a space. Well, I suppose it's, it's had it's had mixed um, mixed reviews, but but yeah, we thought you know if it's a good business, we can we can raise some money. So so um, yeah, it and and the the other bit I would say was the fact that it's um, uh, it, it's time limited. So you have to kind of you know you've got you've got a date that you're going to launch. And the campaign will close typically in no more than four weeks. So you know, if you don't raise, then you don't, you don't, you know, you don't get any money. Um, if you don't, if you don't hit your target, so, so we 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 thought that was quite an attractive um, because you know we've raised money in the past in previous businesses. Quite often, those fundraisers can take longer, and you know, I mean, it can take. Well, t- typically, people will say it takes anything between three and six months to get a fundraise done. And we did both of ours in less time. And actually, we ended up closing both of our uh, campaigns slightly early, having having reached the, the, the target sooner than we expected. So, um, yeah, f- for us, I would say, I mean, it's not for every business. I think the fact that there is a, whilst we sell to businesses, tradespeople are very much like consumers. So so there is a kind oh. of consumer element to that. So I think I think that's that's an that's a useful thing to have when when choosing the crowdfunding option to fund and 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 it allows you just to showcase your business um you, you know you have to do things like create a video which i suppose you probably wouldn't need to do otherwise but 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 it, uh, you know we thought it was an interesting um route for us it allowed us to you know and and, and actually another thing you've got to do is is can you know, succinctly kind of summarize the business because you have to get you know what what is your business in under x many 
words and you've got to create a video that is less than four minutes long and it, all of those things i think it's good practice to do when launching a business because you've got to be able to communicate it to investors to to consumers to the you know um to the end purchaser so so yeah for, for us it was good um as i say we've done it twice so 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 it's worked well for us we've raised around 1.3 million pounds through 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 cedars um and it's and it's not and probably another thing worth mentioning it's not just cedars investors you've got what they call kind of leader direct investors coming into those rounds as well so we're able to get um some great names in fact C- certainly in our in our second most recent fundraise um we've had we've had an insurance company come in we've had some um you know well-known angel investors come in as well so um and and yeah it, and and it's all it's all very public which as i say uh can can work for you or against but uh yeah for us it worked well probably one one um one thing that i hear or a negative aspect of crowdfunding that i hear quite often is well you know you don't want a very messy cap table um you know hundreds of investors and 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 the good thing with so we went with cedars uh it, it effectively acts as the nominee so you've got one line on your cap table so all of the uh, as as you'll probably know or all of the individual investors that that put money through the cedars campaign come in under that that one line so you're not having to manage lots and lots of people which is which is i think it was previously the case but it's no longer the case so yeah a bit of a mm. common common misconception so all in all good experience um i'm not sure we'd do it again um purely just given where we are as a business um yeah. but um yeah it was actually quite fun and you know doing the video and uh uh yeah it, it it was it was it was a fun process and and as i say it was done within a particular time scale so yeah mm. relatively quick i think that's the um that's probably the the thing that i hadn't factored in was the, was the time scale piece because i know the the, the biggest frustration is you know we, we, we talk to founders all the time and, and and a lot of that conversation is that you become a full-time fundraiser you know you're 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 constantly talking to and and even if you've landed that investment then it becomes about managing the relationship with that investment and and that is it's really ineffective and it, and it's really inefficient um so you know having a process which is you know cut and dried four weeks it has to has to raise or not um pitch that against the risk of 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 not raising and being public I mean, i wonder how much of a risk that is you know it it probably feels bad if you, if you you know from a kind of emotional aspect and tying yourself emotionally um i don't think it necessarily is validation of a business model if, it, if you don't get it so yeah that's why i, I had to ask because it was just it was just such an interesting process to observe um you know because i'm i'm sort of keeping on cedars anyway but to your point i mean there's only so many organic vegan products i want to invest in and you know zero percent alcohol is is the sort of thing that's obsessively on there and it was various different types of milks and dairy products a while ago and there's there's only so many of them i want to invest but uh, yeah i do think your your unique position of um you know we talk about small there's a lot of kind of um, small business products that we've we've discussed on here but i think something like trades people it's like a it's almost like a direct consumer product in in rather than a, a b2b product um, i would imagine yeah and, and we had we actually had some trades people um a couple in fact put significant amounts in and and yeah we, we were quite surprised what we did 
was we sent an email around to our customer base saying hey guys by the way you're a customer of ours um you may not have seen it but we've just launched uh, a campaign on cedars if you want to become a, a a shareholder in the business click on this link and a surprisingly large amount of tradespeople invested in the campaign and for us that's great and i think that's another real benefit of a, of a crowdfunding campaign you can get some you can get some really engaged shareholders that will just go out there and talk about your business and obviously it's in their interest to do so they're a shareholder they want you to do well so yeah i, th I think for a number of number of reasons it was a great option for us obviously not for everyone but but for us it worked out well and um yeah we i, I think we've got an army of uh tradespeople out there that uh yeah are out there kind of ambassadors for armed so uh yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah we, we, we were pleased with the result yeah that's a, yeah that's a that's a great um side of it um I, I just to sort of reverse a bit as well about the sort of the, the bridges origin origin because iot into insurance um how long into the evolution of the business was insurance seen the kind of key part of the offering or, or a key key revenue stream was it always that way or were you trying to sell iot products and then the insurance was a kind of uh side effects how did that come about yeah interestingly yeah it, it, insurance didn't didn't um form part of that initial product or the or the planned product proposition mm -hmm. it was initially a smart van alarm so we had a previous business it was an iot security company mm -hmm. alarms cameras that kind of thing all controlled cloud-based control through the app and so so we thought and it actually came from a, a trade show that we were at we had lots of tradespeople asking us whether they could use our cameras inside their vans and that's when we were first kind of made aware of this issue of of tool theft and 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 how devastating it really is for tradespeople when they have their tools stolen they can't work there that affects their income letting customers down, et cetera. So, so, so we thought actually given our backgrounds, so we sold that last, the previous business. Um, and we thought, you know, we we're looking at, you know, what to do next, given our backgrounds, we thought actually this, we could, we could come up with a, uh, a solution that, that trades can put into their vans and effectively get alerted instantly in the event, something, something happens. Um, but it was when we, I guess, dug a bit deeper, that we then realized that the main issue, I mean, so we can obviously try and help and prevent um, the loss from taking place in the first, you know, first instance, but if it were to happen, what then that's when we thought, actually, this is about getting these guys back up and running as quickly as possible. And we thought through technology and obviously insurance formed a big part of that, um that that's where and, and again our, our backgrounds aren't insurance so so mm. so so we weren't necessarily thinking about that but the, the more we thought about it we thought actually to to we came up with this concept originally it was called completing the loop and we thought in order to complete the loop you, you need to make them good again and and um and and that's where reimbursement formed and and, and actually now insurance is core to everything so yeah it's mm. kind of funny that journey of how Mm -hmm. how it, it didn't form or it didn't feature at all and and now it's absolutely central to the to the armed proposition mm. yeah it's it's fascinating as well because i think it it, it fits really neatly into this evolution of in, insurance um that we're seeing we're seeing it in cyber we've seen it in health uh we're starting to see it in management liability now which is 
giving businesses tools to reduce their risk and 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 ha- have some sort of preventative measures, but then at the point of if there is a uh, a claim, being really efficient in in that. And 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 what I'm talking about is it you know cyber prevention products and then selling insurance products alongside. Health insurance done it for a long time. It's like trying to encourage you to go to the gym. Um, and then you've got management liability businesses. Um, yeah, counterparts are really a good example where they have kind of tools of small businesses to reduce their DNO exposure, but they also sell DNO insurance. And and this is a kind of really like raw version of that in terms of like right, we we sell um, security measures and 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 try and prevent you from getting your tools stolen. But if they do, then we have to. Um, I like that the, the sort of completing the loop process um, because I, I'm. Lots of my friends are tradespeople, and I, yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I've known them to have their entire van stolen overnight, or the contents of their van, and then that means the next two weeks of work are pretty much out. And then if they can't work, they can't get enough money to go and replace said tools as well. So it's a vicious, um, it's a really vicious cycle. Um, we can't talk about introducing insurance to business without talking about the Lloyd's Lab, because obviously you went through the lab. Um, I can't remember what cohort were you? Were you? Nine. So Nine. it was it was it was this time last year. Right. Yeah, perfect. Um where were you at the stage when you entered the lab? You know, was was insurance a, an idea but it was a sort of proposition or how far along that journey were you? Yeah, so so we had an insurance product. So we we were using um an RSA product that we effectively wrapped some technology around. So mm-hmm. so so to your point earlier quick settlement was was a big you know that, that that was a big part of our of what we wanted to be able to do and and rsa were great in supporting us because we've got a digital inventory uh, uh kind of feature within the app mm-hmm. we were able to effectively present to rsa in the event of a claim these are the tools that have been sto- stolen um this is the proof of purchase all of that information that would typically take a very long time to gather from a from an RSA claim handler's perspective, we can just present in one go with details of the claim, with the crime reference number, because all of that information is captured digitally from 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 our side via the, via the customer. So so um, yeah, off the back of that, we're able to launch a uh, a, a five day claim promise, which we want to get down even further. Um, and our quickest has been the following day, but um, you know the industry standard is is kind of you know somewhere between five and six weeks, and and you know that that's that's a long time um, for a trade to to your point, you know, uh, without tools. So 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 we had that product, um, and that and that's great, and and um, you know we were able to test it, learn, you know, see, see what aspects of it work, what don't. Um, and and we then we then decided actually in order to kind of access a wider section of the market um because up until now and and still to this day we are we are still selling directly we aren't selling through through intermediaries um we thought we needed to to have our own capacity in order to do that so 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 that uh, from a timing perspective it worked out well because we knew we wanted to have our own product and operate as an mga um but but there were there were still a few gaps i would say relatively small team and uh and and when in, and actually it was it was suggested to us the lawyers lab program was suggested to us by by a couple of people that we that we friends of the business that we we trust and and, and we weren't we weren't entirely kind of convinced at the start my my personal view of lloyds was you know big bit it's just 
you know marine satellites you know it it, it felt yeah. like we were we were you know selling to tradespeople was was something was something that you know didn't quite fit but um so so we actually we, we weren't we weren't entirely convinced um at the outset but you know we looked at the the application process pretty straightforward um we had a lot of that obviously we we've, we've we've raised money before so so we've got a lot of the kind of basic information that 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 you know um an accelerator like like that would ask for so so we we gave it a go and and yeah we we, met, we made it in um and and it was genuinely transformative i would say for us because um again not coming from uh not having insurance backgrounds we were able to get access to a number we had we had you know nine mentors going through the going through the program and that ranged from people or, or experts in their specific field it could be underwriting it could be uh, you know we had to create our own policy policy wording rating etc we're able to do all of that within a very short space of time um, we're able to secure capacity for for um two new products and um and we actually you know secured a a uh, large chunk of investment as well um off, off the back of that so 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 for us it was it was a fantastic result we, we as i say to, to go in kind of semi-skeptical to then to then get in and then to achieve what we achieved throughout the program um yeah i c- couldn't recommend it highly enough i i, I would say certainly um you, you know it was it was hard work and we already had a business unlike some of the other companies in 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 the in the lab and and other cohorts we we had we had a business that was selling we had customers so there was there was the managing of that so we you know it was kind of in the lab during the day and that's obviously full on so we were kind of catching up with the business in the evenings and you know going again for 10 weeks so so it was it was an intense process but uh yeah for for us it was it was fantastic and and it and it genuinely accelerated what we were doing um and and as i say we've got we've got capacity investment and and we built built new products off the back of it so yeah it was um yeah good great process for 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 armed and, and what we're able to achieve probably the perfect hat trick for a, a lloyd's um <laughs> a lloyd's lab for, for just yeah, new products it, new investors and new capacity. correct and 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 so so we went into the to the original pitch day because part of it um, we were told is just just get up there and say what you want to do what do you want to actually achieve by the end of it and and you know we gave that some thought we had a pretty clear sense of what that was and it was you know it was that we didn't mention the investment bit but it was it was the building of the products um and getting and securing capacity and it was a great feeling to then get up at the end of the 10-week program at demo day and saying hey we you know this is what i said here 10 weeks ago and we've and we've actually got it and and as i say we wouldn't have been able to do it without going through that process so um yeah it was it was a, it was a great result for us you know the lloyd's lad team quite well they'll be, they'll be clipping this video as an as an ever as they should as they should it's great work that they yeah. do down there so they do yeah talk, talk us through the products then so so what's the product suite now you, you'll see two products came out of the back of that you had an existing rsa product but but what does it look like now yeah, so so uh, we've we've got um, our own tool insurance product now. So so before, given the fact that we were brokering essentially brokering this product, um, we were limited to where we could sell, how we could sell. So so that's opened up now. The fact that we've got our own capacity, 
we're able to sell that through new channels and we're particularly looking at b2b channels so so that's been that's been great for that um and the other aspect to our product offering is uh the iot so so we've got you know we actually launched the the product during the lab process obviously um it wasn't it wasn't an insurance product it just so happened timing wise that 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 it was ready um probably around yeah just over a year or so ago um and and essentially what that allows i mean you've got you've got two two elements two components to it one bit is the hub plugs into the vehicle's odb port collects lots of data that's how it's powered you've then got another device um that plugs in the back of the vehicle and that detects motion and the two connect over bluetooth low energy um so essentially for the for the end customer you've got a smart van alarm so in the event someone breaks in you get a phone call instantly and you can also track your vehicle as well so anytime you can go into the app and and um and see where your vehicle is and and one of the things we're trying to do given the fact we've got this unique um product offering also provides a unique set of data so we're getting all this data from the vehicle things like kind of location is the alarm on how engaged is the customer with the alarm all of these have kind of um uh, uh you know an impact on risk and and then we've also got details around the tools from the inventory side so we know what tools they have what the value of those are where they are um and all of this provides a really kind of interesting kind of set of information really that we can then use to better assess risk and 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 that's one of the things we're looking at is is how we can use data we call it iot based underwriting but but use all of the data that we've got to to better underwrite according to the specific situations of that individual customer how they behave where their van is what tools they've got how often they travel all, all of those kind of things come up more more kind of personalized pricing so um yeah but we're still quite early on in that journey but yeah that that's certainly what we're what we're building Presumably, there's a sort of feedback loop opportunity as well to educate the the customer as well to make them a better risk. Because I'd imagine the biggest weakness in all of this is is the human being, as, as most security situations are. Correct. So, so we're able to, yeah. So, so if it, if it's things like location where they park their van, we're able to advise and suggest that this is a high risk area. You might think about not leaving your van here overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah we can we can advise uh, if they haven't armed their alarm for example one of the things we're planning to do we're thinking about how we can integrate the alarm more with the with the product so oh. one of the things is one of the things we want to be able to do in fact is make it uh, uh, just it comes with the insurance product so if you're buying the 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 alarm uh, sorry if you're buying the the tools in transit product um you get this you know you get the arm guard uh along with it and and yeah so so that's that's something that that we're we're looking to do so so things like if you haven't armed the alarm we can send messages um we can we can prompt the customer so yeah just just things i mean everything really is about trying to help mitigate the risk of these guys losing their tools and so yeah we've got a pretty unique opportunity to be able to do that given the nature of the you know the combination of the product offering we have so um 
yeah, based on the data, based on the information that we've got, we're able to then communicate and, as you say, just help advise the customer to to make better risk decisions. Mm. You um you mentioned different distribution channels there. Uh, I, I was interested that how has that evolved? Um, is it just evolved as you've understood more about insurance? You got deeper into the world of insurance. You've sort of seen that there's different there's different avenues of distribution for you to kind of go down. Yes, um, I would say so. Some some insurance products came about as we kind of understood insurance more things like mm-hmm. i would say um embedded for example we did we didn't know what embedded insurance was when we when we yeah. formed the company um so 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 that certainly came off the back of that and and actually that plays to our strengths our backgrounds are kind of technology and distribution specifically retail so online and and, and in-store physical retail so so that then got us thinking about how we can embed insurance together with the tools themselves at checkout so um an example would be screwfix big tool retailer here in the uk um yeah so so the plan is yeah to have to have an armed kind of offering alongside the tools um at checkout um another one i would say that we didn't um or that we wouldn't have known about was so so we've developed a um uh, a, a kind of parametric tool hire voucher offering so 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 how how that works is in the event you've got our armed guard and you experience a loss we will then issue instantly a 350 pounds tool hire voucher and we're able to do that through through the i guess you know the, the the use of our technology and 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 the great thing is because it's technically it's so it's a clip it's an agreement we've got um mic global again something that came out of the lab we've got capacity for um so so we it's an insurance product between us and them however to the end customer it's not it's it's so so therefore it's not a regulated product and therefore we can sell it through any channel we want so so we can actually so so we've kind of embedded this tool hire voucher into our hardware product so effectively i mean i've got a few of these things here but you know so so you've almost got like an it's not insurance but it's like insurance within within the box and Mm -hmm. so 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 it's, it's kind of like a feature really of the product so um as i say in the event of a loss you you you've got a voucher and that will help you to kind of kind of keep working um so so that that's another product i suppose that that we wouldn't have you know we didn't know what a clip was you know again mm. um mm. uh and surprisingly few people in the insurance industry do know what a clip is um but uh yeah so so um i would say i would say those uh those are two things that we we wouldn't have we wouldn't have known about um and yeah, the the other aspects. I mean, distribution is a key part of what we're doing. We, we believe we can try and distribute this product slightly differently. Um, a good example is actually starting with tool. Um, most providers, tool for most providers, tool is an add-on to PL or or commercial vehicle. We've approached it slightly differently. Um, we think it's it's an area that trades are, you know 
it, it's a very sensitive topic for tradespeople, and and we believe if we can nail this, you know, one area, then that, and we can we can earn the trust of trades because notoriously difficult to to um, earn their trust. They have, like a lot of people, but I'd probably say more so, a deep level of mistrust um, of insurers, and and we seem to be winning that that kind of um you know that challenge um so if we can continue to do that and we've got customers that that um love the product and 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 trust in us and the brand and what we do then we believe we can then build out that insurance offering and that's you know clearly one of the things we're trying to do but um yeah so so yeah we're, we're trying to approach it the distribution side of it differently by yeah kind of almost leading with with um tool and 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 also actually you know the fact that we've got both of these things i mean you, you mentioned uh health insurance um and smart watches that there is a similarity i suppose in in what we do with with the alarm because for a lot of people insurance is a grudge purchase but an alarm or or, or a smartwatch or something like that, that that provides some some real value it's it's not insurance it's tangible um is actually a, a great way we found to lead the sale so so you know it's not necessarily would you like to buy insurance um it's hey would you like to better protect your van would you like a phone call in the event you know someone were to break in instantly and would you like, you know, insurance in the event, you know, your tools were stolen? And 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 we're finding that 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 approach is is working certainly with our target customer. So um, yeah, and so so as yeah, it's a long answer, but yeah, in in terms of distribution, that's how I think we're trying to approach it differently. I think it's that thing of of meeting the customer where they are right and and you're offering it it's the ultimate embedded solution is where, is where you're you're offering it at the point at which someone is if you start to wear insurance everyone shuts their ears <laughs> you know they don't want to don't want to engage with it and, and i think particularly mistrust and I, I would imagine a lot of the insurance expense for tradespeople is actually about insurance which is protecting them against claims from the public for example so a lot of their spend is is not almost not for them and I, and I think that's always kind of a difficult sell to make to someone whereas when you're talking about you know oh I want some security for my van because I'm concerned about my you know and then and then it's a it's an additional product that just makes sense as part of that conversation and I know it's an oversimplification but I think a lot of embedded solutions that we, we talked about embedded so much on this podcast probably a year ago that I almost said to the team, I said, we've got to kind of stop talking about embedded unless someone comes on with something genuinely different. Because I think there is a there's almost an infinite amount of things that you can offer in an embedded way. But to um you know to talk about some tech that we're using internally, someone was trying to send me some tech the other day, which is part of an interview process. It's a very good clever bit of kit. But it meant I had to change the way that we operate as a team. And I didn't want to do that. So I was like, well, that's it's flawed, and 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 you know, I know it's a kind of a, a sort of stretch a comparison, but I think it's the same thing. Is that you? It's all about kind of offering it at the point at which someone's thinking about it anyway, and and particularly if you can sell it in a way that isn't saying this is insurance. This is a would you want a three hundred fifty pound voucher if your tools went were stolen? Yes, 
like it's that's a much easier conversation than would you want some insurance so yeah i think the messaging and the distribution is is, is super 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 clever um one last um question before you go my understanding is i think it's from last conversation we had um uh, new capacity god allowed you to build a, a sort of wholesale product as well um and and i just want to under- get into that and what's the thinking there um and just to understand that piece as well yeah so uh, as i mentioned up until now we've been selling directly to tradespeople. um however you know we don't want to ignore some of the larger already well-established channels that exist um a lot of a lot of our product is sold through brokers so so um we we've identified a a number actually of wholesale platforms that sell tools in transit products and we wanted to be able to sell through them we want to make our product available to those to those brokers via these platforms and for us what it does is it means um whilst there is is some work in 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 the integration um it means we're able to access a much wider um customer base than than we are currently i think what we're doing currently is great we're we're, we're learning we're, we're we're testing price points we're you know paying our first few claims and, and that's all great but but yeah i think when it comes to scaling the business and you know generating those kind of step changes in volume um we're, we're really excited by 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 this opportunity that's so the wholesale opportunity so um yeah so so that's 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 something um uh that we're doing and 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 we and we've able we've been able to actually um you know we would we would argue that our product is is um better than than what else is out there in the market and unfortunately the the people that run these platforms agreed and and yeah we're going to effectively be replacing those products so so for us it's fantastic because you know we already know that they're selling a decent volume of these um products through these platforms so it's it's essentially a way for us to uh yeah be pretty certain about about that in terms of a new income stream uh for us so so yeah so 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 there's yeah for for us it was it was a no-brainer really for us to kind of look at those opportunities because the other thing i think is quite interesting um as i mentioned so we are selling tool insurance as a standalone product which is typically not the way it's sold. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, w- w- uh, these these uh, wholesale platforms, they typically tend to send uh, sell our product alongside commercial vehicle or public liability. Um, the first one is in fact um, commercial vehicle. So, so um, yeah, it's it's more it's more of an add on, and I think that's where it, you know, and I, th- I think that's why the 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 volumes are so high through this channel is is because of that very reason so so yeah exciting opportunity for us and and something where we're hoping to actually launch um this quarter so yeah it's that's one of the things we've got heads down working on at the moment awesome um also last question then i'm following on from that that's that's coming up is there is there anything else coming up for armed i mean there's this you've got plenty of things in your plate so we've mentioned about three or four moving parts but uh don't want to miss anything out because i know i know you like to have many strings and many spinning plates as we say yeah there are a number of things that we're working on i mean you know we're ultimately working to become the kind of go-to provider for tradespeople um 
so so that so so yeah the 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 wholesale opportunity is a key part of that so so reaching mm-hmm. reaching more trades um distribution again is is key to that um uh you know selling through retailers uh we're looking at uh mini fleet and larger fleet that's probably going to come a bit later but it's certainly an interesting especially with the iot it's an interesting angle for us um uh, as i mentioned all the data that we're capturing so so we're looking at how we could leverage ai in 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 all of that so gathering all of that data using that data to to better underwrite also it, it, one of the interesting things that we're, we're we're testing at the moment is um the kind of kind of human um machine interface side of ai um trades people love talking to to you know that love picking up the phone having conversations um, so we're looking at some really, really interesting tools around that and how we can better support our customers. And and um, yeah, so so I think I think there's an interesting role for AI in our business. Um, although we're quite early on in that journey, but from what we're testing at the moment, really exciting stuff. Um, and 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 yeah, uh, well, yeah, new, new insurance products. I think I touched on so beyond tool, um, something else. And and I suppose finally just. Um, we're, we're in talks with a with a large um, global insurer at the moment around. So so clearly we're about mitigating risk and providing better solutions for tradespeople. That could also be done through other insurers as well. And mm-hmm. and so we're, we're going to be running a trial. So there are lots of insurers out there that sell to tradespeople. Could there be an opportunity for us to partner in some way by you know becoming a technology provider? um but again yeah as you say the number of plates spinning um which is great but also you know also a challenge as well in in some way so we're having to kind of stay focused and you know one step at a time uh but uh yeah those are some of the things that that we've got kind of um in the pipeline currently amazing um thank you so much for your time really appreciate you um being on the podcast Obviously, I'm super excited uh, and moderately invested in what you do. So um, it was an absolute pleasure to get to talk to you. So, um, yeah, thanks for doing the best of my podcast. Lovely. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, great to join you here. And, yeah, thanks again, Alex. Cheers.